we believe in you. Yes, Jesus. We believe in you, Lord. We believe in your name. Hallelujah. Your great name, oh God, today, God. We lift you up, oh God, in this house. Oh Lord. We celebrate you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. In your goodness, oh God, in your power, Lord. We love you.
words we read about that last week, but certainly the sights and the sounds, and we refer to maybe the, the smell of the uh, where, where Christ was, was born, and we spoke last week about the signs, and you will you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a manger. And that was a sign to the, the, to the, um, uh, to the shepherds. But uh, this is what I want to speak to, to us a, a little bit tonight, uh, today. So what, what kind of gets us in that spirit of Christmas? What gets us in the mood of Christmas? What, what helps out there? What helps out what helps, what, what helps us get into the spirit of Christmas? That is just a quick question. The gifts, I guess. Gifts, okay. Music. Music. That's what I was thinking about, was the music. And we, we, know, we know it's that time of the year when we're, we're going through the, the radio stations and we start picking up some sound of Christmas. And some radio stations that actually, that's all they play is, is Christmas music. And, you, I mean, you just start to hear those there's different ones, and I, I kind of like them all. Whether it's um, you know whether it's biblically based or a silly one, we're like Grandma got ran over by the reindeer. And there's at times when I've embarrassed my family a little bit, and we'll be in a mall or, or something like that, and I'll just bust out chestnuts roasting on an open fire, and I, and Cam will like quit it, quit it, be quiet. And uh, but I just I like them all. But I know I know for myself when I start kind of humming them uh, or singing them, I know that I'm really thinking about Christmas and it's it's upon us. But uh, there's a just an appreciation of of the time of the year uh, as we celebrate, whether it's a shopping or maybe we're, we've been shopping and we're standing in line. And I think if we got the spirit of Christmas about us, or we're in the mood, there, there's a kind of a song in our, our hearts, so, so to speak, or that's uh, what we're listening to or watching these, I don't know, these cheesy Hallmark movies. Anybody into the cheesy Hallmark movies? Okay. All right. How many hail? Okay. All right. I, I'll just check. I'll just check. But you know, you know what I, I mean. But. Um, I think it just helps us that the sound of, of um, the songs and where the lyrics come from. Some of them are nostalgic. Some of them are silly, like the one I mentioned, uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Uh, and some of them are just like, just wild, right? Wild. Like I, I know uh, John, he, he likes the uh, Trans-Siberian uh, Orchestra. I mean, they're, they're, praise God for the talent that, that God has given uh, mankind. Praise God. Um, and then we have the, the different ones that's beginning to look a lot like Christmas but I'll, I'll move on here but you know we hear songs about um, I'll be home for Christmas and you know that's been sung many a time it was actually outlawed in the UK um, because they thought that it might the fear of the lyrics might make the, the, um, the morale of the British troops um, down, so they kind of outlaw that that song. Um, but those those kind of those, those thoughts, those um, those lyrics, they, they kind of ring in our minds. And sometimes we're around people and they're humming them all the time, right? Or singing one all the time. And it's either you're gonna it's either you're gonna join in, or you 
you know, the person would kind of get on your nerves or whatever. But today I want to talk about the songs of Christmas. Um, kind of the original playlist, if you will, of Luke. Uh, if you would, turn over to Luke chapter 1. And I want to, I want to hit on just a, a couple of them, but I believe that the, the Bible tells us the Christmas story, and it's often through song, whether it's uh, through the con Jesus' conception in the womb, uh, to the dedication at the temple, or just the, the scenes, I believe, are filled with music, and, um, and each song brings about a different layer, uh, something important about the, the coming of this child. I'm going to hit on four passages real quickly. There's one I'm going to spend most of our time on today. And you're asking me, well, I, I didn't know there was a song here. There's actually four of them. Now, if you really truly ask me, hey, was this ever put to music? Uh, mm, probably not, but they are very poetic. Uh, and I want to uh, hit on the, the first one. The first one is in, uh, it's in Luke chapter 1. And it's, uh, we could call it a song, Anticipation. Was actually spoken or sang by Mary, and uh, if we look over to Luke chapter one, verse forty-six. It actually goes forty-six through fifty-five, but I'm I'm, I'm going to only read just a couple of verses here. But what was Mary looking for for Christmas? This whole song that she speaks about, the magnificent, is is really in the past tense. She's been visited. She's received the word of God. And she, she, it hasn't taken place yet. Birth of Christ hasn't taken, hasn't taken place yet. She's pregnant when, when this is uh, given forth by her. But she's already seized the word of God. And she, she believes that God's going to accomplish what the visitation of the angel was about. And this is uh, just a couple of verses here. Uh, again, Luke 1, 46. And it reads like this. And Mary said... My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has had regard for my humble, humble estate of his bondservant. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things. Again, this is, past, uh, this is past tense, like it's already taken place. For the mighty one has done great things to me, and holy is his name. The application here for, for us quickly is waiting. and Because she was in wait. She was pregnant, waiting for all this to, to play out as it been prophesied. But the question is how, not that we're, are we going to wait, but how do you, how do you respond when God is asking you to wait? There's a difference between having a hope and a trust in something and just wishing that something's going to take place. Mary knew. Mary had hope. We're not, I'm not carrying, uh, I'm getting ready to go to the next one, but I'm not going through, um, back up on one of them because there's another one uh, from Zechariah in chapter 1, but I'm actually going to go to chapter 2. If you would turn over to Luke chapter 2. So this is uh, the second song, if you will, from Luke. And we're as, re as I guess maybe Luke's the recording studio, and uh, he's got different artists. That, so the next one I want to sing, or, uh, read about is the, the angel song. It's a, it's a song of joy, and it's a song of, of peace on the earth. And that certainly would reflect our, our candle of Advent today. But just that um, we read much of this last week, 
about the visitation of the of the shepherds out um, in the fields. But if we will, Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, and it reads like this. And suddenly there appeared with the angels a multitude from the heavenly host, praising God. And that's really why we're created. I'll throw that in. That's why you and I have been crafted by Creator God is to give praise unto Him. Are we doing that? So let me get back to um, a reading here. And it says, With the angel of the multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom He is pleased. So how is Jesus that speaks about here, um, that speak about the Christ coming, this gift has been given, and there's earth peace, or peace on earth. So how is, how is Christ this, this agent of peace? And let, let's get, you know, I'm going to ask some real questions here. We won't dive deep into them, but let, let's ask some real questions. So how does a relationship with Jesus even bring peace in our relationships? How does that happen? And if we're thinking about our, our nation, this world, it doesn't seem like it's a peaceful place, does it? A lot of war, a lot of violence, maybe more today than, than ever. So how, how does this Christ, how does this Prince of Peace, how does it, how does it fit in? And may I, maybe those questions were the answers to the questions, because we need to ask them. Yes, we need to ask them, but maybe it's another day as, I, as we answer them in a, another series or something. But I, I was, as I was writing these notes, I, I thought about the, the song, Joy to the World. Joy to the World. That's speaking about Christ. The Messiah has come. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. And then my mind, as I was prepping for this, my mind went to Galatians chapter 5. And in Galatians chapter 5, Paul writes about walking and living in the Spirit. And, and that doesn't just, uh, that's not going to happen through osmosis. And that is just not going to happen for us ha uh, ha hanging out. Uh, but it's, it's a true worship and it's a true following of Christ. But he speaks about for us to walk in freedom. In that, uh, in that book in uh, Galatians. And I just thought, I, I decided, you know, why, why don't, why, Christ has come, so why don't we have this joy? Because not everybody has this joy. The verse says this, joy to the world. What is it? The Lord. What's the rest of it? The earth. So I was just thinking, maybe it's because we haven't received the King. It's why we're not walking in joy. And I was thinking about the fruit of the Spirit. That's in Galatians. And I'm certainly, you know, maybe butchering up the song of Isaac Watts. And we shared that on Wednesday night, a little bit of that history. But the fruit of the Spirit, 
many of y'all know it, 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 it's, it's love, it's peace, it's joy, it's, uh, it's kindness, it's goodness, and, and your patience. It, it goes on there. So just if you uh, just be with me for, for just a minute. We just sang about joy, but the first one, and it all operates, that's the operating system, is really love. So it, would, it should read, love to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. So my God, if we don't have love, it's because we haven't received the king. And the, and the next one would read uh, joy, and we've already done that, but if you would uh, uh, just uh, appease me for a minute and hang with me. Peace to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Uh, and it's all about us receiving him. That's, that's the message of Christmas, is receiving the Christ child. How about this one? Patience to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. And you guys know the rest of them. Kindness to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Goodness to the world. The Lord I'm not, not going to continue on, but do you understand what I'm trying to get across? What I'm trying to convey? The fruit of the Spirit. We often don't walk in the fruit of the Spirit. We don't uh, often live in the Spirit as, as Paul is, is encouraging this church body to, to uh, live in the, the, this, this fruit. It's because truly we haven't received the King properly. God help us in, in that. The next one, the next song from the uh, Luke's recording studio is um, is Simeon. So if you turn over to uh, uh, a little bit later in the um, in the chapter, chapter two, it's recorded actually in in Luke two twenty eight through thirty five. We'll read uh, twenty twenty five and twenty six. And there was a man. In Jerusalem, whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of uh, Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Christ. So this is a song about waiting. This is a song about faithfulness unto God, and we, we could go into to Anna and her faithfulness as as she served us later on in, in the same as this same chapter. But what are you waiting for? What answer of prayer or what breakthrough in your life are you waiting for? And maybe the real question is, who are you becoming? while you're waiting. Because if we're not careful, waiting can get us, we, we've lost that anticipation, we've lost that expectation, and it can, we, can, we can become cynical in the wait. That's not God's plan for us. So how do I, how do I know when to wait? And how do I know when to, when to take a step of faith and to, and to move on? And I, I just wrote this down. I wrote, waiting is not a passive non-action. It's about obedience. And in situations, and that would be probably many of you if we did a poll, 
Many of us are waiting for something to happen in our life. And maybe in our family's life or somebody who we're connected with. And we're, 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 we're on the wait for God to do something. And we can, we can get disoriented and even lose trust if we're not careful in the wait. But may we have the spirit of the song of Simeon. Because what happened to him, what, when he was actually changed, is when he held Jesus in his arms. And God really became personal to him. We can jump down to verse 28 and it says this. Then he took him, meaning Simeon took a Christ. Then he took him into his arms. And that's when the song comes in. And, and he, he said he blessed God. Are you blessing God in your waiting? When things haven't quite played out, maybe, maybe you, you're still, your foot's in the air and you don't know if you're supposed to step or not and, and, and move forward. But I think it's um, advantageous for us to, to maybe model um, and look at people with good character, with deep faith, and with great wisdom and reflect what they've done in Scripture and then move Again, what changed Simeon is when he held Christ. That's what changed him. That's what gave him a song is because he held the Christ. My, my prayer today, because sometimes God does not seem close to us. God seems a long ways away. I'm not going to ask for amen there, but I know some of you, you would yeah, my prayer today is that you would draw, that we would draw nigh, not to a baby Jesus. We're, we're, there's a lot of water under the bridge from there. But that you would draw nigh to a mighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. If we could, I want to go back. This is one I want to spend most of our time on. Is in Luke chapter 1. It's this guy named Zechariah. Some translation would say Zacharias. So, so a lot of times we like to, when we hear a song, we want to know a little bit of story behind the song, right? So the story behind the song is that Zechariah was a priest. And then he was married to this, uh, this lady named Elizabeth. And she was married. And both she and Zacharias were advanced in, in the age. And he had a prayer. And as a prayer, listen, he had a prayer and it ascended to heaven. And many of us have prayers and it has ascended to heaven, but it hasn't taken place yet and we're on the wait. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm going back to Simeon. May you and I wait properly for the timing and the answer from God. But Zacharias was visited when he was doing his priestly duty by um, an angel. His name was Gabriel. And he made an announcement. This is what he says. Your prayers have been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear a son. And you shall call his name John. And he will prepare, meaning John the Baptist. And he will prepare for the coming of the Christ. We have a problem, Houston. The next line basically tells us that Zechariah didn't believe the message from God. 
That's the problem. May we have priests that believe in the Word of God. May we have priests that don't doubt what God says that He's going to do. Now quickly, most of you probably are thinking, well, that's you, Walter. We hope you've got a little faith. And let me turn it around. I'm talking to us. Because the New Testament says that we have this great high priest. But it, go, but it goes on to say that we all are priests. And that we, we, not me, well, not just me, but we are a holy nation. We have a holy calling and we, us, is whoever it say, hey, I am a disciple, I am a follower of Christ, you are a priest. So my push on you, my stretch on you today is you sitting here as priests. May we not, may you not doubt God. May we have faith in who he is and what this word says and may we be faithful to what, what this says. But in my notes, I've got Zechariah didn't believe the angel. It was just maybe too amazing for it to take place because he was, he was praying a prayer that was impossible in the natural. It was impossible. And some of you have prayers that are impossible in the natural. But more than once in Scripture it says, with man it is impossible, but with God. All things. All things are possible. But he doesn't believe the angel. He says, I'm an old man and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel tells him, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place. That Elizabeth has delivered the baby, John. And because you did not believe my words, which was fulfilled in its time. So what do I say here? The big idea is God keeps His promises. Not just at Christmas time. We serve a faithful God. <laughs> we serve a faithful God. Can I, I will ask for amen there. We serve a faithful God. Amen? amen. He's faithful in the, in the past. He's faithful in the present. And He will be faithful to you and myself in the future. This song that I'm getting ready to read from, from Zechariah, it's a song about the, the coming of this Christ. And the second half of it is really a song about John the Baptist. And it, uh, he, he, sh he shifts from past tense to future tense. And some of you need to connect with that. That he's not just the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. He, he's, he's our God. He's the God. We don't have to praise God of what our, our history is, good or bad. We have, we have these things that helps grow us, what, whether it was fond memories or not. But we, have, we serve a, a God of today. He's living and He's well. But if you will, uh, turn with me to Luke uh, chapter, um, chapter 1. I begin with verse 67. Zechariah's prophecy of today is Zechariah's song. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, 
For he has visited us and accomplished redemption for his people. And has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David, my servant. As he spoke by mouth to his holy prophets from old, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy toward our fathers and remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to Abraham, our father, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. And you, child, this is he's shifting over to, to um, John the Baptist, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, and you will go on before the Lord to prepare his ways. Now, I'm going to say something. Um, I believe this verse, obviously, in the history speaks to John the Baptist, but I believe prophetically it also speaks to you and myself because we are to carry the light and the torch to, to represent and shine forth the second coming of Christ. Uh, that's, that's our responsibility today. So uh, I'll back up to 76. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, and you will go on before the Lord to prepare His ways, to give to His people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sin because of the tender mercy of our God, with which the sunrise from on high will visit us, to shine upon us, though, to shine upon those who sit in darkness, and the shadow of death to guide our feet and into the way of peace. So the application here, the message here today is God keeps his promises. And may I ask us today, what promises are you counting on God to deliver for you and on, on your behalf? What has God promised to fulfill through your life? What does he desire to accomplish? Now, just think about it. I mentioned it earlier that Christmas we sing, I'll be home, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count. The lyrics don't make any difference because that's not really what the message of the gospel is about. The message of the gospel is about not being home for Christmas. God sent his son. He left the, the, the song of the angels to come, to be born in a, if you will, a dung heap, born in a, a trough where animals fed out of. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't Norman Rockwell. Uh, who's the guy that paints the one with lights? Thomas somebody? It's not a Thomas Kincaid painting. Now, all of our Christmas cards reflect something different, but this was not God sent his son into a messy world and into into our messy lives to change us, right? The, the message, the name is God, Emmanuel, God with us. He's not far. He's not far from us. Now, let's be honest though. Have we ever thought that God wouldn't or couldn't come through for us? Now think about Zacharias. Earlier, I didn't read it, but it says that they were faithful servants. Elizabeth and, and uh, Zachariah. So let's not cast stones that he doubted God. We've, we've all been there. 
There's all kind of difficult times and seasons. But my question is, do you think, should we still expect miracles today? Because we, we're celebrating Christ's birth. I just read about another one, the birth of, of John the Baptist. That was a miracle birth. An old man and an old woman, they're not supposed to have a baby. It doesn't supposed to work that way. But we serve not a God of history. Yes, a God of history, but a God of today. He still does miracles today. What should, our, what should your expectation be of what He can accomplish through you? Not necessarily all smooth paths. That's not what this promises. But still Him, Emmanuel, God with us. What does He want to do and fulfill through your life. Now, I've read about a little bit about Mary's song and about Simeon's song. Who was, who was the other? The, okay, there was one more. The visitation from the angels. It, we, we sang about the, the, the angel song. So Zacharias was the last one. But I want to just flip it a little, just a little bit since we're talking about songs. I want you to think about the song this, that you're writing right now. And if you crafted a song right now, what, what would it look like? What would it, what would it sound like? These are all individuals, certainly through God, what was, uh, the work of God and how they were expressing themselves. But what would the, your lyrics sound like? Does the lyrics maybe need to change? Does it need to be maybe a, a more intimate relationship? Uh, maybe to, to change the sound? There's no better time. There's no better time than Christmas to feel close to God. I would just ask that you would, that you would yield your time and your story to His will in your life. It's easy for us to get in a group and say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be. I just pray thy will be done. I wonder what that even means, right? But to be yielded to that, that we serve a God, a victorious God, and He desires for you to walk victorious. As well. I'm not saying we're, there's not tests, there's not trials, I'm not saying that. But we should all have a song of triumph in us. So whatever your battle is, whatever your fight is, whether uh, maybe you're waiting for good news on a report. What about if the, renew, the news on the report has already come back and it wasn't so good of news? What about if you're waiting or expecting a healing? What about if you're waiting on a deliverance? Maybe they're for you or for someone else. Maybe it's you that's dealing with addiction. Maybe you're having uh, marital issues or money issues. or Maybe, maybe it's a, a feeling of depression or a feeling of uh, insignificance. God desires to come close to you. There's a great song that um, I want to read through, uh, a few lyrics of it. But this is what it says. It's, and, and all this goes back to not just a song. We can enjoy Christmas songs. That helps us get, get us there. I'm talking about your song right now. My song right now. Because we're really in some way, our life is writing the song. 
with God's help? Or maybe not so much because I'm not that close to him. But this is the lyrics. The name of the song is Take Courage. Slow down, take time. Breathe in. He'd reveal what's to come, the thoughts in his mind, always higher than mind. He'll reveal all to come, the course. So take courage, my heart. Stay steadfast, my soul. He's in the waiting. He's in the waiting. And hold on unto our hope as your triumph unfolds. He's never failing. He's never failing. Miss Joyce, I'm asked if you would uh, come and pray for us. The second verse it says this it says, Say praise, my soul. Find strength and joy. Let his words lead you on. Do not forget his great faithfulness. He'll finish all he's begun. Take courage, my heart. Stay fast, stay fast my soul. He's in the waiting. He's in the waiting. And hold on to your hope as your triumph unfolds. He's never failing. And you who hold the stars, that's who we serve today. And you who hold the stars, who call them each by name, will surely keep your, your promise to me and that I will rise in victory. And you who hold the stars, who call them each by name, will surely Keep your promise to me that I will rise in victory. We serve a faithful and a mighty God. I encourage you to believe in miracles. It's easy for us to get disoriented and we, we quit believing truly in God and that He can and not just that He can, that He will. Believe in miracles. Believe in your miracle. There's, a, uh, there's an old, old rock and roll song, I believe in miracles. You know, but but there, there's an older lady, she's passed away many years ago, but I remember seeing her on TV, and she says, I believe in miracles. Because I believe in God. In this Christmas season, in this Advent season, in the delivery of a, a baby Jesus, a Messiah, let's believe that miracles continue. I've got two verses I want you to listen very carefully. I want you to connect about your song, God's presence in your life, and in miracles. God is not far from you. Because if I took a poll and everybody was honest, people would raise their hand to death. And maybe even listen on Facebook. That, yeah, I read my Bible. I might go to church every once in a while, but I feel a, a long ways from Him. Listen to these verses. First out of Acts and then one out of an Old Testament book called Zephaniah. The two verses and then I'm going to close. God did this 
so that they, and I'm going to change that pronoun to we, that we would seek Him and perhaps reach out to Him and find Him, though He is not far from any of us. And out of Zephaniah, for the Lord your God is living among you. Let's say that together. For, I'm going to say our, for our Lord, your God is living among you. Is living among me. Thinking about that. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With His love, He will calm all of your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. So to pull this full loop, I've read about four songs. Four different, or Dan, Jeff, host, and then, and then three other people. Right now, I don't care what, it, in the natural, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it smells like. I don't care how far or how close you feel to God. He sings over you. He sings over you. I'm just asking you to respond to God. Because sometimes we, he sings so, 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 so weird. Maybe he's not even there. No. That's a lie from your enemy and my enemy. He's close to those who seek him. Max, that if you bow your hands today with me. And I'm going to ask that question while no one's looking around, all eyes closed. How many today, that, that's, that's where you're at. God does seem a long, long, long ways away at times. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand. Okay, thank you for the response. Sometimes, let me say it this way, I don't want you and myself to get into a habit of coming to a church on a Sunday or Wednesday, and it's just like, hey, I'm going to check the box off. Life is real, and it's often a struggle. And I'm just going to say, as a minister of the gospel, we need Him. We need Him close. He can be found for those who seek Him. And there was a response. So I'm, I'm going to ask that you would, I'm going to just leave your eyes open. Do that uh, quite a bit. Still reverent. We're still bending knee in, in our spirit. But I just want you to, as you pray with me, I just want you to look around. And if, if someone uh, kind of pops in your mind, I'm not asking you to get up or go lay hands on them. We don't need to pass germs today. I'm just going to ask that you look around as we pray, as we close today. And if the Holy Spirit illuminates someone 
I'm just going to ask that you would silently pray for them. Is that okay? And if this, if this message, and I know it has, um, there was those who responded to, to my one question at the end. I'm going to ask that you would connect with someone. God is not far away. Amen? He sent a son, Emmanuel, to be close to us. Let's pray together. Keep your eyes open, if you will. Remember, there one request. Keep your eyes open, let's pray. Mighty God, we rejoice. Uh, even though we may not understand it fully, your love story, your bridge that you built for us to send, sending your son. God, we were written the story a lot differently. He wouldn't have been born in a manger. We would have put him up at, at least in a, maybe at our house or at, a, at least a, a nice hotel. But God, all this was orchestrated miraculously by you. God, we give you thanks. God, I ask that not just um, the, the December month, God, but in the days, the weeks, the years to come as you tarry. God, we ask that we would draw near. So God, I, I just speak a blessing uh, upon each one as I, I look around. God, I ask that you would increase uh, our faith from uh, the one playing to, to the, the ones that's already in the foyer uh, prepping for our exit. But God, I, I ask that you would uh, you would speak your love, your joy, your peace to us. And God, not just speak it to us, but may we hear it and may we receive it. Not just building up to a, the day that we celebrate your birth or your son's birth. But God, we want to be a light to other people. So God, I bless these people as they've come to worship you, as they've come to sing a song or two, as they've come to, to grow. God, make us strong, faithful disciples for your kingdom, for your son. In the name of Jesus, I pray. We all said, Amen. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, one quick reminder about tonight, Larry Gunther will be with us tonight at 6 o'clock. Thank you so much for being here. If you're a first-time visitor, please, please, please fill out a connection card. God bless you. Uh, we'll see you soon.